Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Genius. What's up, everyone? It's Eddie, and I know the least about the sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher. I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what. What up, y'all? It is Sizen. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male, and I shotgun white claws, but not as of late at bars. I've been doing it on the west side with Baser, and I try to keep it under 12. Anytime I drink over that amount, it gets a little sloppy on the old Twitter and Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Lunch over to you. Are you referring a tweet that you directed at uh, Eddie this weekend? So I did fire one away at Eddie, telling him he's not a groomsman. And then the next day I said, Eddie, you are a groomsman again. Sorry, I was drunk. And so, Eddie, I mean, as long as that olive branch has been accepted, we can move on with our lives. <laughs> I was just upset you didn't go to Vegas, but you went to Florida, Coach. Right, I mean, right, and, right. And you were expecting, you know, you were all excited because today we're back from vacation. It's Monday, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to apologize to Eddie in person and if you guys can't tell by the sound of it eddie's not here because eddie eddie decided to go down to corona cove and he came back with corona or symptoms yeah. of corona yeah no no I'm all, the, the day that we were coming back i woke up and i was like man my my, my throat feels weird like i got a bunch of congestion in the back and, and i was kind of sunburned a little bit too and i was like i don't know like these are body aches or what so i was like oh boy i've, I've got i've got the rona so I come back, the the body aches are gone. Like, I don't have that. That was definitely just like sunburn. Coach, we spent two days in the sun acting like we were 21 years old again. My wife and I were 40. Can't be doing that crap. And But I got back, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the doctor, just get checked out. Um, it's just basically sinuses, but the doctor was like, you know what? You can't be too sure with corona, so we're going to test you anyway. And I got the test, coach. And then, and then I was like, you know what? Let me test myself. So I went to the bathroom, took a big dump. 
I couldn't smell it, Coach, so I guess I got the Rona. Oh, no. He's kidding, folks. Coach, come on. Hey, hey, I don't have it. Because I was going to say, you'd be adding to this number. This came out from the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Breaking, Florida has just recorded the single highest daily total of new COVID cases of any U.S. state during the entire pandemic, Coach. And that was while you were freaking there. Coach, do me a favor. Look up the North Florida Gazette because that's where I was. So. <laughs> uh, I just got this. Uh, I got. I'm looking at the Destin Daily, and yeah. the Destin Daily says Destin is responsible for half of the Corona cases in the state of Florida. Oh my goodness! Wow, that's not good, man. That's uh, and, not good, boy. And, and, yeah, and what 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 cove were you at? Uh, it was a hidden cove, coach. Oh no, you know it wasn't because it's called Corona Cove, dude. That's not hidden. It's out there. It's for everyone to get. Yeah, people were saying it was called COVID nineteen, the little nineteen little islands, COVID nineteen <laughs> cove. <laughs> I was in the COVID cove. Dang. I mean, coach. I mean, I got a question. Like, did you think it was safer? Like, did you feel pretty safe in Florida? Did you feel like it was pretty cool, or did you think, oh my gosh, this is crazy? It's funny because I I saw I saw Ray kind of like just. Uh, he was just trolling my Instagram or whatever. But what's funny, I was trying to get a picture. There was a picture because we only went to the beach twice. Like one the first day we got there and then one early the next day. But I, I was I was sitting there and I was looking down the beach. And if you look down the beach, boys, it looks like it's spring break. <laughs> That's what we were trying to tell you. You were trying to say the beach wasn't going to be crowded. And I'm like, no, Eddie, there's going to be people everywhere. If you listen to me, but if you look next to you, there isn't a person in the next fifty yards. But it's an optical illusion. Oh, I see what you're saying. Shot. It's unbelievable. If you look down the beach, it looks crowded as crap. Did you but see? Really, was it a lot of mask wearing? Or I mean, I know you're outside, but I don't know how people were acting at the beach and at like I mean, wherever you went. On the beach, no, nobody's wearing masks. Like no one, no one was masking it. <laughs> I not, just not not a, not a person was masking it. And I understand, like, because I, I mean, I, I'm just the optical illusion that you're saying. You're right. Pictures can can be, you know, kind of manipulated to make it look like, oh my gosh, they're all right next to each other. But yeah. my thing is, when you're going in and out of the water, I feel like. If they're 50 feet in front of you, that's okay because that's where you're set up camp. But you're going to have to pass all these people to get into the water. Maybe I'm not understanding. No, how- it, it, it wasn't that packed at all. Like, I, I really, the closest I got to a single person while I was at the beach was probably 20 yards. Okay. So, like the showers, coach, when you exit the beach, I remember spring oh, yeah. break, it would be you and it'd be like me, you know, daddy and a couple chicks. We're all showering at the same time trying to get that <laughs> sand off of us. Was yeah, it a similar yeah, yeah. experience or was there distance, coach? You'd walk by and there'd be people in the shower things, but then I wouldn't shower if there was. Okay. I would just keep walking. There was, there was like a little boardwalk, you know, that you have to walk to to get to the beach. And it was pretty, it was pretty narrow. So sometimes you get stuck kind of like walking next to someone. Oh, so you'd have to no, jump, you hey, would so jump up on the died. railing. No, coach would walk through the mangrove so that he didn't have to go onto the <laughs> d- no. boardwalk. No, <laughs> boys. I, no, boys. I would put my shirt up like this and just cover my face. <laughs> hey, and, and, and when you say, hey, you would put your shirt up like this and try to show us, we can't see you because you're not here. So I have no idea right. what you mean. You know what I mean, though. I put my shirt over my face and walk up with my head down. <laughs> Coach, but the reason you're not here, though, you felt for the safety and security of the big show that it'd be best if you just stayed at the crib. Well, I thought it. I thought it was a little, you know, a, lot, a little bit of a coincidence that 
I was I did go to Florida and you guys did make fun of me and I was like and now I now I kind of feel like I have a little tight chest and sinuses or whatever I'm like dang man now there's no way I can go into that studio without them thinking I've grown but I will tell you, I don't want you to think too much into that about the symptoms you're having. If they continue, yes, and we get the test back, and we'll see if you do have COVID or not. But, Coach, I'm telling you, when we came back with Vegas, you guys talked so much about us having COVID. Oh, my gosh. I, in my you head, acted, you, yeah, you, you, I kind of felt like I was about to have COVID. You guys convicted me of corona. You guys Coach, convinced we me. We put him the- into a side room and quarantined him <laughs> off, and nobody would come within 20 feet of him. Dude, we treated him like he was a COVID patient, and he never yeah. had had it yeah it is me- mental warfare you guys are like in your mind you're like well screw it i already got corona i mean i would go home after the show and my kid would run up to me and be like dad that hug and i'd be like no i got corona kid coach anyway. i went and knocked on his door and i would slide the cup of water and then close the door just like he was a prisoner here at the show well coach so so my mother-in-law was the one who came into town to watch the kids right so when we drove back i was like Oh man, we had a good time, but I don't know. I just think I came up with something, and she just like walked. She ran away from me like I had I don't know the worst disease ever. I'm telling you, it's a weird feeling when these people start thinking you got COVID or whatever. When you don't have it, I'm telling you, it's very frustrating. It is weird how we have changed as people in the last five months because you see someone walking down the street. And usually you just walk right by him. Instead, you sprint to the other side of the street now. Like if I'm on a walk with the wife and there's someone on the same yeah. sidewalk and they're five houses up, I look at my wife and I'm like, they're not going to move. We got to make the move. And you dart out into the middle dude, of the road. Dude, when I'm at the grocery store, when me and fiance go down to the beer, the alcohol aisle, I will shout, are you guys done with your alcohol pick? <laughs> and then that's when we'll enter the aisle and we go for the claws. But I'm tell- it's completely different nowadays. Hey Ray, you also tweeted something this weekend where you were at the pool and and there were people reading or something, and you said you looked at your can to read. Yes. What did you mean by that? No, my tweet. So the tweet oh, that, was that, that was actually kind of a funny tweet, Coach. So here's the deal: at my pool, they had a select. I think maybe the cap was ten people, so we would get out there at eight thirty every morning. Oh my! God. And, and throw our towels down, and if you left, you would lose your spot. So, folks, the reason I'm as tan as I am right now, I was at the pool for five days straight, and we were out there every day when the sun came up, practically. So what I realized is now, now this pool crowd is more educated. Back in the day, we used to just drink, tell stories, some chicks would flash and stuff like that now these are there's what are you of, talking of about? the 10 people that are at the pool <laughs> nine of them are reading a book and you i live in the suburbs at a family establishment no you don't live at a college apartment complex where people are flashing i love the optics of it because people barely flash at the vegas pool or maybe they know they do <laughs> but not when we were there because corona kind of it milded it down but you live where there are families there ain't people flashing at your pool but go ahead so yeah. what i realized i mean i just didn't have something to read so i found myself where i would just turn the white claw around and i'm reading the nutrition label i was trying to be a learned person like the others at the pool what were people what were people reading dude the the i don't know i I really wasn't like the the females for whatever reason every single one of them had a book so maybe it's just an appearance you want to seem educated or they're actually i don't believe they're in school so it's not like they were textbooks they were just reading for pleasure have you guys ever taken a book to the pool? No. When we were in Vegas, when we were in Vegas, I wish I would have had a book at the pool because <laughs> I was literally the only damn person there for an hour and a half trying to save yeah. six chairs. But I did see people 
reading at the pool in Vegas, and I thought that was so interesting because I just don't see Vegas pool as a place you read. And I mean, they were ordering, you know, pina coladas and big drinks. I'm like, two or three drinks of those, you're going to be like, what did I just read? Like, why am I reading? But they sat in the pool and they read their books. I was like, okay, it was a husband and wife. You were there at 8 a.m. though, right? I was there at 8 a.m. Dude, he texted me because he he had to get secure the seats, and he said, "Hey, I'm I'm down here already. Is anybody else coming?" And I go, "Dude, I literally just woke up out of bed." But he was saving whatever seven seats all by himself, and then all my buddies stroll out at 11 a.m. like nothing's wrong. Oh, what's up, man? You got our chairs for us? Okay, cool. All right, man. Party's here. I mean, we we said we were going to be down there at 8 a.m. So I woke up at 7:15. I texted. Hey, how are we looking for 8 a.m.? Nothing. Cool. I dropped a deuce, <laughs> uh, grabbed some breakfast, 7.48. All right. How are we feeling about the pool? I'm out. I'm right by the pool. We're we going to be good for 8? 8.10. All right. I'm out of the pool. Is anybody coming? <laughs> and it was nothing but crickets until 8.57 when Ray texted, we just woke up. Yeah. Awesome. Coach, I just woke up. I'd been cleaned out the night before. I mean, I was a little slow going that morning. But, yeah, he was saving the chairs. That was a pretty pimp move. But Okay, so hold on. So Since since we're talking about tweets here a little bit, I want to ask about another tweet that I saw Sore Loser's podcast. Somebody tweeted, who's the most overrated person on the show and why? Okay, right, Eddie, who do you think tweeted that? Do you think 13 White Claw Deep Guy tweeted that? Because I I was getting all these replies, and I'm like, what the hell are these people talking about? And then I I go, look, I'm like. on a roll. (laughs) Hey, so, I mean. It It was awesome. It was actually pretty funny. It led to some decent content. I wanted people to rip on us. They didn't even say enough bad stuff about us that I really wanted. But, yeah, I said, who's the most overrated? on the show, Eddie, Lunchboxer, Sizen, uh, and why? And then the, the responses <laughs> piled in. I mean, the, we told them to bring in. They kind of did a little bit. I mean, dang, dude. White Claws, and you start getting irate. Coach, so I'm looking for some content. Give me a break. I'm trying to pull these up, <laughs> see if anybody really bashed us. I mean, it, it was pretty funny. It, it, I really I, I laughed about it. When I read it, I was like, I, I saw these replies going, why all of a sudden are these people writing that uh, Lunchbox or Eddie or Ray is over at Get rid of Ray. He just makes stuff up. Eddie's trash. He doesn't know anything about sports. And I'm like, why? What, what, what happened today that everybody yeah. just wants to just because we only did one podcast while we were on vacation? Sorry, guys. All like, right, here we and go. then I saw the tweet. Jonathan Col. Kalinowski goes, Sizen Raymundo is the most overrated. He constantly makes crap up and he's terrible at gambling. Eddie admits that he doesn't know anything and admits when he's making crap up. Eddie is very much needed to banter with Lunchbox and learns from bantering with Lunchbox. Interesting. What I do love about Ray's tweeting style, though, is Ray will tweet something and literally three seconds later, he retweets yeah. the same tweet. Like instead <laughs> yeah. of waiting an hour or two hours so it shows up on people's timelines later, he does it immediately so the retweet is really ineffective. All right. Or 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 he tweets something from his own account and then responds to it from the sore loser. Yeah, hilarious. That's funny though. <laughs> or yes. Oh man. What hey Eddie? I, I got a question. Oh. How much yeah. golf did you watch this weekend? 
Not nothing. I, I watched coach. I, uh, it was weird because on Sunday it was delayed. Like the the what? Why? It, it, please tell me why it started at eight a.m. Because on they, they were expecting rain in the area, and so they had to go off early from the first tee and the tenth tee because they wanted to get the tournament in. Okay. And what's crazy is they are having the tournament this next week at the same golf course. Wow! Really? So this was for charity or something. I don't know. This this wasn't even see. So th- I, I from what I saw, the John Deere Classic was supposed to be this weekend, but something like it couldn't happen because of Corona. And so Workday stepped up with Jack Nicholas, and they got this tournament in just to have a tournament. And I guess maybe it goes away next year. I don't know, but okay. it's the same place that the play the the tournament will be this coming weekend. And so there will be no practice rounds today at that golf course because they need to let it heal. So, so these golf courses take a beating or what? Oh, yeah. do you do you see all the divots that are taken out of the fairway over the weekend? Yeah, that's true. Yes, but no. The, but, but the thing is, I, I did want to see it live, but I didn't. I don't have Golf Channel, and so I saw that it was getting interesting on oh. Sunday. But then, but then the the CBS broadcast wasn't going to start till like two. Guys, the, I, the, I was so hooked. I, I watched more than this random tournament. All because I have a new hero on Twitter, and this dude is amazing. Say his name. His coach. name is Cash Out King. Okay, last weekend he won like five hundred thousand dollars on DeChambeau, oh, right? Who so is this guy? I don't Cash know. Out. He's from Illinois. Okay, so this weekend he said. Leading after round one, and he picked Colin Morikawa, whatever his name is. Morikawa. He's been on a hot streak. Okay, well, he plus 5,000. So he bet 4,000. He won 204 thousand dollars okay i'm on it right now so this was something he placed on the first day the seventh yes oh he placed it earlier in the week last week like on a tuesday so he put two bets on him to be finished first on the first day and so he won like four hundred thousand dollars on that bet alone then he had him finishing the tournament in the top five he bet twenty eight thousand at plus seven fifty so he won another two hundred thirty eight thousand okay let's not Who are for, these people? like this guy's Who are these got a ton he has a ton of money I mean, so it's really not he, as impressive as I wanted it to be. This guy, what bet, the hell are you talking about? He won one point one million dollars on Colin Makanawi this weekend, Coach. One point one million, right, Coach. What? Pronounce his name right. Come I don't on. know how to say it. Sorry. Hey, what? What's this guy's Twitter again? Cash Out King, at Cash Out King J. The dude won one point one million dollars on this weekend's golf. After winning like five hundred thousand last week on on DeChambeau. get off! The, it was incredible. I was following along, and he was like, he was going crazy because does he do, it, does he do just uh, golf? Oh no! So then he's sitting there, and he'll bet. He started betting soccer, and he he's he's sworn off soccer though after this weekend because he had Seattle, supposedly the best team in the MLS, and they lose or whatever, and he's like. F soccer, they're a bunch of losers. All they do is run around. It's conspiracy, bullcrap. He goes, if I ever uh, bet soccer again, I'll buy ten of you lunch. And one guy had uh, was going to win a thousand dollars if Justin Thomas won, and he tweeted him that, and he goes, 
screw Justin Thomas. If my guy wins, I'll send you a thousand dollars. And then when he won, he hit him up and he said, "How do you want your thousand? I mean, this dude. Oh, he's my. just loaded. He seems like a kid's got some money from his parents. Like, what does he do? Tell me his. St- I'm looking at him right now. So it's somebody else tweeted this. I'm. His house is a mansion. Colin won 1.1 million for the tournament. This dude won 1.1 million gambling. He said, he said, this is tweet, 1.1 million. What a beeping rush. What a beeping day. Yeah, but he ran the risk of losing, like, I think 90,000. Yeah, <laughs> but he had already won. That? He had already won four hundred thousand by him being the Correct. leader at the round. But he he claims he's the best golf gambler, and he won last weekend with DeChambeau, and then he won this weekend. I mean, unbelievable! I was following the golf just because this guy. And on Saturday, when Colin, how do you say his name? Morikawa. Morikawa coach. Morikawa. When he started crumbling a little bit on Saturday, this dude's having a meltdown on Twitter, just like I do when I have a sports bet on something, and I'm like, oh, it's over, it's over. He's like, well, it was fun, it was fun. And then on the on Sunday, when it gets down to it, and he, ha- he going into 18, Colin is down by one stroke, and they go to the playoff, he's going crazy. And then Justin Thomas sinks a 50-foot Putt to force a second playoff hole. He's like, I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke because you don't think you're going to win after that. Unbelievable. Oh, my. I mean, this guy's loaded. Before this, uh, Morikawa even cashed out, he put 50000 on a UFC fight. So, I mean, the guy's got an unbelievable amount of money. It takes money to win money. So, I mean, Make it, money. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I messed it up. But, yeah. So, you, you the guy is rolling with some major dough, coach. Fifty thousand. Hey, we got Eddie pay, placing two dollar bets on UFC, dude. No, hey, I won ten on on Morikawa. Well, that's more impressive than this guy who's betting fifty thousand and not winning ten times something. So should I post my gambling sleep and put what up? I cannot believe you guys are hating so much. He picked the one golfer. To lead after round one at 50 to one odds, 50 to one odds. Like, come on, boys, give this guy some love. No, that's impressive, but he just about lost a hundred grand. Lunchbox, did you bet on this? No, but I, it was so. You just watched Cash Out King bet. I, I, I started following the story uh, on Saturday. I was like, oh man, I read about him winning the, him having him, uh, after the first round when he was in the lead, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. And he was cheering for people to bogey and not do this, and he's yelling. I mean, the tweets were great. And then I was like, okay, I got to start following this, and I did. And I was so pumped that he won $1.1 million. So now you you want in on Bovada, Coach? No. Get him that link, the referral bonus. I would like to know beforehand because I guess I don't know where he gives out his picks. Yeah, you know it would be awesome if we found out about this bet. If you told us who to bet before the tournament. Okay, you want me to reach out to him and try to get him on? Yeah, and also so we can get next week's betting picks. Yes, because... He, I don't know where he put his bet out because a lot of people had bet with him. They're like, thanks for the pick, and they were showing all their slips, and all these people were winning money because this dude told them that was the pick. Yeah, I mean, we tell people nah. to bet with us, but then we only hit it about 40 or 50%. So. And I don't recognize his gambling slip, Coach. Uh, it's definitely not Bovada. No, he might have done it. Bet Rivers, is, I think it might be because he's in uh, Illinois, I believe, yeah. so it's a local spot. It's just like you know when you get a slip from Vegas, Coach. Okay. I mean, I was just so – Blown away that he won $1.1 million. 
in one weekend. I mean, that is incredible. The fact that he kept going back with Morikawa is the more shocking thing because his initial bet, he put up 4000 and he won 204000 Why did he continue to bet? God, that's awesome. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, so he... Uh, his first bet was four thousand, and he made two hundred and four thousand. But then he, two minutes after that bet, he then decided to ante up even more, and that's when he went Morikawa top five finisher, and he bet thirty thousand. So I mean, the dude's rolling with hundreds of and thousands he, of dollars. And he had, he had best score round two, and there were six golfers, and he put Morikawa, and he won. $122,000 on that. I mean, that it was just, I thought you guys would be so excited. No, no, I'm impressed, but the fact that he was wagering that much. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now this guy's an absolute joke. He bet a soccer game. He put $41,000 <laughs> on a soccer game, coach. I mean, get out of here. This guy, the, the, pay, the million is crazy. But, like, dumb it down to our types of money. This isn't that great. He put 41000 on a Saturday morning soccer game. Get out of here. And I think he lost that bet. It, so who's he, who's he, whose money is he playing with? Well, now? let me see. Real Madrid Alves. He said under two and a half. So what did they do? Real Madrid Alves. If he, if he lost this bet, then he's not that great. Show me the fixture. Is that what it is in soccer? They call them fixtures? There, oh, there it is. Oh, no, I think he won that one. Oh, smart. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Here we go again. This dude is amazing. Coach, Coach I think, he, I think he, he bet under two and a half. He won 90000 on that. <laughs> dude, can we get some of these picks ahead of That's time? That's what I'm saying, guys. Like, you guys All are acting right. like this. He's doing nothing. He keeps, I mean, he okay. does. Of course, he loses some, but he hit for $1.1 I'm trying to find one that he loses. And then he calls out people for doing fake tickets because I guess people will post and act like they're betting with him and they're not. Yeah, it's easy to it's easy to post fake tickets, Coach. Well, that's what he was doing. He was calling people out saying, you didn't actually bet that. I know that betting site. That's not what the ticket looks like. He said, I lost 60000 I still have people saying fake tickets and cry me a river. B, Beach, I wish you a – it was a blanking fake. Photoshop a blank right up your blanking – <laughs> okay, Coach, he does uh, tweet a lot of F-bombs, so... Yeah, he, he does. It's careful on the hey, reading Mark, of the tweets, Coach. How did you find out about this guy? I just read a story about how a, a um, gambler won so much money with um, Colin Hello? leading after round one, and I, and I started doing some research, and he's like, how come you can't tag me in the post? How come you can't mention my name? Like, And he was calling the people out because they were doing news stories on him, but they wouldn't mention his handle. And yeah, yeah. So then people that follow him started tweeting at the news source saying, hey, why don't you – it's at Cash Out King, out Cash Out King. Give him some love. He's the best there is. And so then I just started following his bets. Did you watch UFC at Fantasy Island oh, or whatever it's At called? Fight Island, dude. Fight Island. Yeah. Absolutely I watched Fight Island. Did you watch? I watched the prelims. Prelims were pretty 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 weak. Was it free? They're boring, yeah. Um. No, there, it was a pay-per-view. It, it had three title fights, and for the first time, I'm going to say Fight Island was cool. Like, it, it went off, and it was weird to me, though. It was live. So it was like 2.30 in the morning on Fight Island when they were fighting. Weird. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. So, because they're, ha- they're halfway across the world in Abu Dhabi, and so they're fighting in live time. So 2.33, 4 in the morning is when they're fighting, which is just totally weird, and I don't know how they do that as fighters, but... 
it was a very entertaining like like main card. And I'm going to tell you, I don't get squeamish and I don't ever like cringe at UFC fights. But the Jose Aldo fight, it made me squirm. It made me uncomfortable, and it made me yell at the TV. It and made I, me squirm and moan. I was no. making all kinds of noises. <laughs> Aldo was just getting whooped. My legs were shaking. <laughs> Aldo was getting destroyed in the in the fifth round, and he was I mean he was suffering brain damage. I mean he was just getting punched in the head over and over and over and over as he lay on the mat face down, and the ref keeps going, "I'm gonna stop it! I'm gonna stop it! I'm gonna stop it! I'm gonna!" And he never freaking stops it. He could have stopped it a minute minute and 40 before he actually did stop it and saved Jose Aldo from the brain damage that he was receiving because it was just heavy bomb after heavy bomb after heavy bomb. The ref, I, I, I don't, I love the UFC, but I was just like, Stupid oh, Herb Dean. Yeah, I mean, I was like, just stop it. He's not going to, it's over. He's not going to win. He, he doesn't even know where he is. Or if you're in his corner, throw in the freaking towel. I, I mean, it, does it really make you feel good to watch your guy? Does it make him more? I mean, I love for them fighting it out and, you know, making a comeback. He was not moving. He was sitting there, and he took an extra minute and a half of punishment to the head, bleed, blood gushing from his head, and it was, oh, it was awful. And Jose Aldo, it's time to retire. It's over, my man. You are a legend. You were so good for so long. You are not good anymore. It's done. And I hope your brain is still intact because that was awful to watch. Wow. So, so did he really have brain damage? He might. I mean, he was just getting. I, no, I don't. I, I mean, it may take years to tell me if he's gonna have brain damage. But if you went to Twitter right afterwards, everything was. Why didn't they stop it? Stop it! What is the ref doing? It was. Oh, it was so hard to watch. It was cringeworthy, and I don't get cringeworthy when I watch the UFC. I watch some of the nastiest knockouts, and I'm fine. But this was so bad. It's the chokeouts, the one that make me oh. real queasy and moist and. Was squirmy or what'd you say? Yeah, I, I didn't was, say moist, you nasty fool. And I was on my, I was in my chair and I was all oiled up. And then I, <laughs> I've never had to, when I was trying to sit, I was having trouble sitting. I was all, man, my was puckered. <laughs> no, when they, when they choke people out and the dude gets, you know, his eyes start rolling back and his legs start shaking, that freaks me out. Man. Oh, did you watch the one? You saw the prelim then yes. when he got choked yes. out. Ray, usually they tap before the lights go out. But this oh. one dude, I think it was Henry. He, he, he looked like powder. The ghost is really what he looked like. And I mean, he Casper got no powder, dude. Have you ever seen powder? Oh, the movie powder. Yeah. I felt like he looked more like powder, uh, that guy. And he got choked out, Ray, and he was completely out. Like, he was just dead. And the, the opponent immediately, like, started lifting his legs and trying to make sure he got air into his system so he would keep him alive. It, wow. It was, oh, it was hey, crazy. What do, you mean, what do you mean keep him alive? Is there a chance that they can die when that happens? Well, I mean, he cut off circulation like he wasn't getting any oxygen. That's why he passed yeah, out. But I've seen like I've seen that four or five times, and it seems like that's usually the trick. Like pick up their limbs or whatever, or their feet, and then and then they 
come to, you know. Like right, and I think that's why he did it immediately is I think the quicker you do it, the better off they are. I, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I mean, I, I thought about being a doctor when I was in college, but then I decided, yeah, you know what? I don't have time for that. And it's too much studying, but there must be something to it because the dude immediately like got up yeah. and just like he didn't celebrate the win. He didn't do anything. He immediately got his legs in the air and started trying to get oxygen into his system. Whoo! Yeah, it's crazy, man. It was, it, was, it was pretty fun. I love, I'm loving watching UFC now. And, well, there was no NASCAR this weekend, but, man, I'm loving to bet on NASCAR. Hey, did you bet on NASCAR last weekend? Someone told you the right winner? No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't because I wasn't going to be able to watch it. If I can't watch it, I'm not betting it. Yeah. Well, there's another fight island on Wednesday night, so get ready. I know. I saw that. I mean, it, it, so it was a good card. It was, it was, it was fun. Uh, Fight Island looked cool. Everything worked. I, I will give Dana White credit. I talk about how he thinks he's so important, but the dude pulled it off. He, whatever he's doing, it's working. It, 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 he, he's he's found a way, and he's making the show go on. He it, it, he's a businessman. He's trying to keep his business in the spotlight, and he's doing a damn good job. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, is is Wednesday going to be pay per view too, or is that no? ESPN? I, I think that's just a ESPN or maybe an ESPN Plus. It's yeah. just a fight night. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but then the, the 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 opposite end of the spectrum from the UFC is the MLS. What an absolute disaster their MS MLS is back tournament has been. Isn't the Nashville team out? Dude, bring them back to Nashville. They ain't going to play in Orlando. They are already out. They didn't even lose. They had to forfeit because of Corona. So you had. I'm the, sure Cash Out King predicted that. Probably better. They go to Florida too. <laughs> so the Dallas team had to forfeit. Nashville had to forfeit. And then I think the DC United game on Saturday night got postponed because someone tested positive for Corona. So whatever the MLS is doing, they're doing it. They're doing a terrible job. It's Absolutely terrible. It sounds like. Because this was their moment with no baseball, no football, no basketball, no hockey. All eyes were going to be on the MLS, and we were going to watch it. All you know, we we're going to watch this tournament. It's going to be so exciting. And games get canceled. Oh, teams are disqualified because they got too many Corona patients. I don't know what they did quarantine-wise or what they're doing wrong, but it's been an absolute disaster for the MLS. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Well, I will tell you, Coach. I do want to apologize about you know I've I've trashed soccer for a while, you know, you. and like saying like we'll never watch it or whatever. But I've been watching Premier League. And it's it, awesome. I mean, it's it's pretty entertaining. It really is, and the boys like it. We watch whole games. I bet on them. Everyone's happy. The Premier League is incredible. And here's the good thing about the Premier League: right now, it's coming down to the end of the season. And teams are battling because they don't want to get regulated down to the lower division. Like the bottom teams, you get kicked out of the Premier League if you finish in the bottom. I think it's the bottom four. You're out. Kicked out? Like you have to fold? No, no. You go down to the minor leagues. So, like, say say they had triple-A soccer there or, like, triple-A baseball here. So you would go down and play triple-A and try to earn your way back up to the Premier League, and the the teams in the the top teams in the triple-A league, they move up to the Premier League. That's crazy. So there's no tanking. I I wish – I don't know how we could do that in American sports. Oh, we would have lost the Pistons. Dude, we would have lost them ten times over, Guess what? We would have lost the Golden State Warriors this year. Oh, how awesome would that be? What about be? the Bulls? That, We'd have lost the Bulls that have been playing the last dance and the team isn't even in the NBA. They go from back-to-back NBA champs and they go straight down to the freaking D-League? Dang. I mean, how bad would that be if Steph Curry and Klay Thompson had to spend a year down in the D-League? That is That would make everything so much more interesting. No tanking. It would make every game so interesting to watch. But I love how the English Premier League does that. So good. And the D and the D League would probably make more money if they had Steph Curry and Thompson playing there for a few weeks. Oh no a year. They'd have to be for there a year. year. They had to be there the whole season and try to win their way back into the that NBA. That would be amazing. Like, um, can you imagine those dudes playing in your little town or whatever that you live in? Exactly. I mean, That'd would you amazing. not go to a D League game if Steph Curry was coming to town? Eddie would, uh, especially yeah. if it was in Florida, dude. He'd go to it twice. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, so you're impressed with the D League or with the EP, the English no, no, Premier no, no. League? Pre- yeah, English Premier. Yeah, and and the Gogglerson. Oh, Bungliza. Bungliza. Yes, like coach. There's nothing like Bungliza. I've told you, it's a fast track, baby. You better get ready for some goals. Okay, the bottom three teams in the English Premier League are relegated, and the top three teams from the league below come up. That is okay. that's how it should be done. That would be so great. Oh. Hey, what have you what have you heard from the bubble? Well, the video footage I've been seeing looking pretty badass. Uh, LeBron's J is there. Oh, you uh, saw him in the corner with I Kuzma draining threes. They were they were in a pretty fine little bubble spot, and uh, it looked like they're almost at like the the Bellagio of the bubble. I mean, the Lakers might be playing at the know. finest spot, but LeBron draining them. Kuzma was draining. The Lakers might just be your champion, folks. If there's a basketball season, because I look at, I don't know, like I said, the MLS is in Orlando also. That's where they're at. They're playing at the wide world of sports. So if all these guys are coming up with Corona, I don't know how they're going to keep it out of the NBA bubble that's in the same Disney complex, the same Disney area. I don't know if they're separated. I don't know how it's working, but 
I don't know if they're I, I want to know how this is going to work. I don't know how the English Premier League and all these other soccer leagues can do it. They're keeping unless they're just not telling us that people are testing positive and they're just playing and they don't care. I, I, I <laughs> and and you get they can roll that way, right? I mean, you get that could definitely go on. I mean, if, yeah. if somebody doesn't have any symptoms, they could just be keeping it secret to themselves that they have corona, and that could easily be happening in sports. That's true too. And well, I mean, we've already said that we're like, what if uh, you you got college football, a major team? I mean, you got some guys. Test, what if it's a quarterback? I mean, unless you have it's like a piss test where your coaching staff gets the test. If it's just you and yourself and I, man, why would a quarterback even want to tell anybody? God, well, just I don't think that's how it works. I think there's medical professionals that do it and they send it off. I don't think they have a little blue strip where you pee on it and two means uh, you have corona and one means you don't have corona. So I don't think you can do it yourself because you have to send it to a lab. It's not like a pregnancy pregnancy test where you you know just go stick you it in the pee on the stick. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, look, I don't think any place right now is making you prove that you don't have corona. But we hold sports to this high esteem where oh yes, they're checking it five times. None of these guys have corona. I mean, dude, you know there's secrets, especially if not one is ever. I mean, the Premier League is just every weekend booming, and they're good to go. And then the MLS goes down there for two seconds. A guy's at Steak and Shake, and he's got Corona Coach inside the bubble. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like uh, like nine players on Dallas United had had. Corona. Dude, the whole Nashville team, they're like, just get their asses back here. We don't even know. The tournament's done for Nashville. Just get them back here and put them in quarantine forever. And that's why I, I look at the NBA and I don't know how it's going to work. I, I don't know how it's it's going to. I want it to work. I, I'm just intrigued. But the food, the food tweets are great. Uh, you can follow. There's a good follow on Twitter. I think it's called Inside the Bubble. And someone tweets uh, like stuff that's going on in the bubble. I mean, it's obviously not an official account, but they follow all the NBA players and they find funny stuff from the bubble and they, they tweet it out. And I saw Josh Jackson who plays for the Grizzlies and he was doing a little press conference and he said, yeah, I didn't do a really good job of uh, packing for the bubble. I didn't bring enough clothes and my mom's going to send me a care package because I don't have snacks and I forgot my iPad. So I don't have anything to watch movies on <laughs> like camp. Yeah, it's like it's like he's going to summer camp. Dude's twenty three years old in the NBA, and he's like, "Yeah, luckily my mom's still at my house, and she's gonna ship me my iPad and some other things." <laughs> Probably what it feels like, man, just sitting there with all these other dudes, like no one can enter. Like, but but lunchbox. You guys ever go to summer camp? I went to summer camp one week, uh, one time in my life. I went to Camp Flaming Arrow in Hunt, Texas. And it was awesome. It was the summer before my freshman year of high school. Flaming it was, Arrow. Yeah, was Coach, it, why does that sound dirty? Coach, was it called Flaming Arrow? Yeah, it was Camp <laughs> Flaming Arrow. Hey, what happened there, Coach? Uh, uh, we did so it was there. a good instructional camp, and I believe, if I recall correctly, it was Flaming Arrow. We did some canoeing. We did some hiking. We did some archery. We did, uh, what else did we do? Ah, we did some water polo. I mean, we did all sorts of things. We played hopscotch, crisscross. Uh, all that kinds of stuff. <laughs> it was me, Russell, AJ, Forrest. Yep. Garrett. Yeah, no, throw no, Garrett in the mix. No, Garrett. Batter's box wasn't that Camp Flaming Arrow, dude. <laughs> but there was this guy, Ryan Anawati. He was in my cabin, and I didn't know the kid. And Oh, boy. What happened? You woke up naked? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> well there is a naked part, but we, I didn't wake up naked. So, uh... I met Ryan Anawati at the at the camp, and he, you know, I'm okay. Have a good, see you later. Never knew the kid, 
And then I start high school, you know, a couple months later, and I, I'm running there cross you country. Go. Two co uh, flaming arrow guys. And I come in from <laughs> my, uh, I come in from my run from cross country at like 7:30 in the morning. I'm going in to take a shower, and I turn the corner, and there's Anawati sitting on the toilet naked, hey, taking a dump. How are you doing, you little flaming arrow? Come on, hey, get over to here. See you, flaming arrow. Hey, well, look at that. I see your flaming arrow right now. <laughs> I said your flaming arrow is going to, you know, needs to be pointing down in the toilet. You know what I'm saying? What have you been doing? Last time I saw you was, uh, where was it? Flaming arrow. How have you been? Get over here. I'm going to give you a nuggie. Because the, bath- because the toilet's in the locker room. They didn't have any dividers or stalls. And so he's just sitting there on the toilet. And I was like, hey, that was it. And I was like, well, I didn't know you were going to you go to school here. And that's how Anawati, that was our reunion. Come on, give me some skin. You know what happens if Flaming Arrow doesn't leave Flaming Arrow. Get over here. Come over here. So, so one time, oh, man, this is, this is terrible. So, like, I would say eighth grade going into freshman year that summer, my friend Pepe, he's like, okay. I'm going to a summer camp. You want to come with me? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure, sounds fun. So my parents were like, all right, whatever, you go ahead. I show up, and it turns out that Pep has been a bad dude, and it was like a disciplinary camp for for bad kids that his parents sent him to, but he thought it would be funny to, t- to have me tag along. And he Stop. tricked you into going? So you went to kind of like boarding school. Dude, so I show up, and it's like prison. <laughs> like, like They show like, you to your jail cell? <laughs> there, hey, there are so many gang members in there and people, and like it's like a Catholic camp or whatever, and they're like straight up. This is what we're going to do. We're, this, we're not having fun this camp. We're not going to do anything fun. We're going to turn you into real men. We're going to show you how to act around people, be respectable. Oh, so it's kind of like scared straight. I guess, Coach, but I was like, what the F did Pepe get me into? How much did it cost? I, it was cheap. <laughs> I mean, that should have been, that should have been your first to... sign that it's a bad idea. <laughs> but I did make a friend that this kid named Jules from New Orleans. Has he ever is left good... the prison since? Coach, I, I think about Jules and where he's at today, but I never, <laughs> never, never saw, saw him again. So, did you guys like right after you left that camp, you and Jules, or yeah. is it just a yeah. one week affair? So, 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 Jules, I said, dude, what's your address so we can keep in touch? He's like, man, come on, you don't to keep in touch. Let's be real. We're not real friends. We're just friends for the week. And I was like, nah, Jules, come on, for real. We can be friends. And he's like, all right, whatever. So he gave me the address. I sent him a letter. Never got one back. Oh, dude. So what? What do you write to Jules? Jules, hey, what up, Ju- dude? Hey, Jules, remember when we were sitting under the stars and looking up at the moon and. You know, your hand rubbed my back. I mean, that was amazing. Hey, Jules, Jules remember when we became blood brothers? And I said, Jules, and you said, Eddie, and that was great, man, on the dock. Remember that? Uh, Jules? Hey, Jules, remember when we went Jules skinny dipping at that camp? Oh, no, yeah. none of that ever happened. They taught us like to be men there at that camp. I showed you my man. Dude, Eddie, you showed you me your man. You should have known when you were getting on the bus to go to this camp, was there any windows on the bus? Or yeah, when they, when they had you coach. chained to the person in front of you and behind you, <laughs> that's a bad sign of this camp. No, Coach, the windows were metal, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and and, uh, and I remember, I because I used to like to wear ball caps back then, so I would wear my cap or whatever. As soon as I got there, like, ah, uh-uh, no ball caps, take it off. I was like, no ball caps? What you, why? And they were like, no, we just don't know if that's your sign, you're signed to be a gang member or not or what. Coach, so, did you no not think caps. something was weird when everybody had Did you not want to call your mom and dad on? immediately to get you the hell out of there? 
couch. There were no phones. There was nothing. It was like it was legit prison. And I remember too. The first night is that where where you slept. It was just a big room with a bunch of beds. And then, is that when you snuggled then, up next to Jules and said, "Hey, will you protect me?" No, coach. Oh, oh no. you. Oh, I know what you did. You slept back to back, and you said, "Jules, I'll I'll watch your back. You watch mine." How did Jules get his nickname after you saw the Jules? Oh, no, coach, good that question. Was, that was his name, Jules. <laughs> 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 hey, no, but I'm telling you, the crazy part is when they're like, "All right." Time to take a shower. And we go to the shower, and it's literally like you're saying. Everyone's butt naked in a huge, huge room, shower room. I was like, I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry and go home that night. And that bar of soap was like a grease pig. You couldn't even get a handle on it. <laughs> so did you, like, so, over so when over. you, did you meet Jules after the shower, before the shower? Like, did he walk you in? Because he no, sounds I, like the tougher one. No, I met him at, I met him at church. They teamed us up. They teamed us up, and we were a little church group or whatever, so we got together and we worked on some things. But Jules Jules and I would just hit it off, man. Jules is cool, great football player, and I just figured Jules, you know, he'd be somebody someday, and I would see him later, but I never did. I don't know where he is. You ever look for him on Facebook? No, I don't know his last name. Oh, my, that's that's hilarious. All, all I have is Jules from New Orleans. I mean, that, that, that has to narrow it down, doesn't it? No. <laughs> I don't think so, Coach. <laughs> I mean, so I, I mean, so you rode with Pepe to this camp, or did you? I uh-huh. mean, oh my gosh! Yeah. Did, did you ever talk to Pepe again? Uh, Pepe and I we were friends for another two years or whatever, but then that was it. We just kind of went our different ways. But did you like? So was it called summer camp, or some of these kids stayed there for longer periods of time? No, it was like a one week of of rehabilitation camp. Like when you pulled up to the camp, you're supposed to see and you happy see the faces. barbed wire. You're supposed to see all this great stuff. When you see barbed wire and crossbones, coach, did you think maybe at that point that it wasn't a fun camp? No, the campus was pretty, coach. It wasn't a nice like uh, I think it was in San Antonio. What is it, coach? What's over there? St. Mary's. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like St. Mary or, or Our Lady of the Lake Campus or something. Oh yeah, I know what Our Lady. But what about the 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 gunmen on the watchtowers? Did that alert you in anything? <laughs> I didn't see them, Coach. Did you think about making a run for it? No, I, I tell you, the only thing I wanted to do was just cry and tell my parents to come pick me up. But there was there was no way to get a hold of them. Did you ever go up to one of the counselors and be like, "Yo, I think I'm at the wrong camp. I'm supposed to be like uh, canoeing and drawing artwork, like macaroni faces." I mean, hey, dude, when you guys no. got in the finger canoe, painting, dude, when you guys got in the canoe, Pepe was like, "Go and say, let's go, let's start Make a run, boy, run, run, run!" <laughs> no, that's the messed up thing. Pepe was a white dude. Oh, <laughs> his parents are just his parents are just weird, and they just named him Pepe. Dang. That sounds like a great. Dude, that, that's such a depressing camp experience you had. Yeah, it sucked, man. That was bad. That was, that was not fun. What about you, Ray? Did you go to some? No, I was just a counselor, so I did it after the fact. Made some scratch in uh, college. Hold, hold on, hold on. Where did you camp counselor at? I wish I could tell you the name. Presbytery Point. Very interesting. Presbyterian Point. It was like the whole summer we worked our asses off, and they, I think they gave us like a hundred bucks. Yeah, here you go. Presbytery Point Camp. They still have it. Wow. I Google Camp Flaming Arrow, Hunt, Texas. See if they still got that. I bet it's still there. They're calling the beach. They said it's a white beach and a sparkling lake. A Christian summer camp in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh. 
Wow. Camp that Flaming nice, Arrow. Coach. Hey, Camp Flaming Arrow. The address is 190 Flaming Arrow Road, Hunt, Texas. It's still wow. open. Man, that's crazy. I wonder if they got pictures of me back then on the wall. Come, here, come give me a big old hug, you old flame job. Because Remember I doubt it? they had many celebrities that went to their damn camp. I don't think many kids that went here made much of themselves. Oh, okay, okay. That's a good point. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, you, you think, you think, and, and no one made much of themselves from your camp. What about my camp? They're all in prison. Oh, man, that's, that's bad. <laughs> that's sad. That's so bad, Eddie. Like, I feel so bad for you. Uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Lunchbox, we see on your resume you included some summer camps. Can you explain this one here? A uh, flaming arrow? What, what <laughs> was that? An enjoyable camp? How did that go? Oh, yeah, it was really good. A lot of old flames. They're all great there, flaming arrow. <laughs> It was, I mean, guys, it was a great, and then they gave out like a little, our, our little group. Was uh, there any chicks there or just dudes? Oh, no, there's absolutely chicks. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, there were chicks. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just a dude camp. Hey, you guys notice here at Flaming Arrow, there ain't uh, any girls, just a bunch of guys. Mine, I mean, mine were all dudes. <laughs> Coach. All dudes, just me and Jules, man. And Pepe. And Pepe. <laughs> Pepe. <laughs> hey, hey, Coach, Coach Ray, so, so. Would you have your counselor like a uniform that you would wear, like little shorts and stuff? No, 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 no. It was pretty chill. We got to wear whatever we wanted. Um, we just go chill. I, dude, I'd sleep every night like 12 hours because the kids go to bed early. I think we went to bed at 7 and we wake up at 7. It was amazing. The, the people would say, what did you do last summer? You know, how was your, you know, co- at college? How was your summer break? Dude, I literally slept the entire summer. It was awesome. And we had the most bomb-ass meals too. So being a counselor might be where it's at, except for the money part of it. Other than that, pretty decent life. And what were your duties? Would you, like, pray with a kid since it was a Christian camp? No, dude. Honestly, it was just our job to make sure they didn't sneak out. Uh, We had to make sure they went to breakfast in the morning. But then once we went to these stations, everybody else did stuff. So there was an expert in painting. There was an expert in building, a game person. Literally, our jobs were only just to make sure the kids didn't hang out with the chicks and make out with them at, like, midnight, Uh, make sure everybody's in their rooms at night. And that was it. Like, it was literally the easiest job ever. Didn't really make that much money the whole summer. But talk about Cush. I don't know if it gets better than that. And then, you know, it's just like me and my twin brother. So it, we're just like, you know, you just bash it. You'd have those moments where you're like, man, this place, man, screw this place. You know, just being funny guy talk, you know. But, dude, you don't you don't get better summer than that. You just tan the whole time. Yeah. And we, me and my brother lifted. We brought, they're like, hey, guys, what are all these barbells in the basement we found at the main lodge? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys don't have a gym, so we brought a bunch of 25s and 50-pounders. And they're like, okay, well, make sure they stay down there. That can hurt somebody. And we're like, okay, we wanted to lift this summer. And they're like, <laughs> I mean, we literally made it our own you know, lifestyle. They're like, okay, we've never had people bring weights to camp before, but okay. <laughs> Guys. It's definitely a weird feeling to go somewhere and like be stuck there for like a week at a time. Correct. Yeah, there was times where you couldn't. Li- yeah, camp is for kids. Whoever goes to it, camp is one of those times, just like these NBA players, where you can't leave. That's the best point point you're gonna make, Eddie. You go to this yeah. spot, and it's not like you can just then go to your crib at night. You literally are right. stuck there for weeks, months on end. My wife yeah, talks about summer there. camp like it was the best time of her life. She talks about the green, the blue team versus the red team, and she was the blue team. And then her and her sister went back as camp counselors, and they talk about it all the time and i'm like 
whoa. And she looks like they they did a news story. I guess it got shut down a couple weeks ago because of Corona. And she's like, oh, no, those poor kids. They're going to have to. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't talk about this all the time. Dude, I do did feel you, for did him, you though. tell her about Flaming Arrow? Oh, I told her I went to Flaming Arrow for a week, but she went every summer. Every summer she'd go for a week or two. Like, she loved summer camp, her and her sister. I mean, like a bunch of her friends went, and they all they went every summer, and it was the best time ever. And I guess it was through her church. I don't know. And I get tired of it. But, guys, I got bad news about the bubble. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. There's this chick on Twitter. Her name's Hi, at Ugly underscore Anna. I already got invited to the bubble. Yeah, this season is definitely ending early. What? She, like she like somebody hit on her and invited yep. her to the bubble? Yep. Who who was it, did she say? She didn't say who it was, but... It was Go, it was go Bear. <laughs> Coach, why would you after him? Because he was Agent Zero? He's the first one, I dude. know. I mean, if you look at her Twitter, she's, I mean... Yeah, she's pretty hot. Well, since it's not an actual bubble, I mean, there's easily people that can sneak in. Let's be real. Could, could you sneak in people to summer camp? Yes. Was it surrounded by water at times? Correct. But it was very easy to do this, do that. do it. I mean, the NBA players are smart, and they have tons of money. So, How, how, would, people, how would you sneak into summer camp, and who would, who would want to sneak into summer camp? Like your girlfriend. So if you're trying to sneak her in, she just parks whatever half a mile from summer camp and then you you meet her or whatever. <laughs> and walk in the woods? Pretty much. But coach, if you haven't seen these people for months and the only way to see them is sneaking them in like the NBA players, that's what they're going to do. You got these g- gonna girls are going to be in the mangroves, dude, with the alligators trying to sneak into the bubble. Oh, there's going to be there's going to be girls in the bubble. There is definitely going to be chicks in the bubble. They're going to be hot waitresses and be like, what? Like, why are all the waitresses hot? <laughs> the, the delivery driver is going to be like ten. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, and hey, and then guys, I'm starting to think we ain't having football. Yeah, uh, which I've one, college or NFL? Both. Well, well bo- both. Oh, but college, because here, here's what happened: the Ivy League canceled all sports until at least January. And who was who was the first one to cancel Ivy. anything? Yep, the Ivy League. They canceled their basketball uh, postseason tournament. They're like, no, it ain't happening. We can't do it. So they're pretty smart up there at the Ivy League, and what they do, it seems like we followed after that. And then, you know, the Big Ten, and they, they went to the, oh, we're only doing conference games for football. Only So we, we mark off, you know, some of the games. I, it's like I, I'm just worried that it's going to just start. Can't they just carry on without the Ivy League? I mean, really, I mean, what teams in the Ivy League are good? No, no, no. I, I'm not saying the Ivy League's good at football, but I'm saying that they were ahead of the curve. They were the ones that set the precedent when it came to the basketball and canceling things when it first Corona first started coming about. Yeah. And they're pretty smart up there. And then immediately a couple of the conferences say, okay, you know what? We're only going to have conference football games. So no non-conference games. Okay. So what is that going to do? I guess that limits I, the, the amount of travel or... But it just tells me that we are heading towards a direction where college football is not going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. When you're dealing with students, it's a whole different deal. I mean, these are still kids, you know. Uh, but but with NFL, they got to just let that rip. Who cares if everyone gets corona, right? No, wrong. What? 
What do you mean? Wrong, wrong. Like, I, I saw the left tackle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was like, this is crazy. Like, I'm going to – because they, I think they want the uh, players to take a 35% pay cut is what he said. And he said, why should I be – if anything, I should be taking a pay – get a pay increase to put my life and my family's life safety at risk to go out there and play football, and then you want me to take a 35% pay cut? He goes, it should be the other way. I should get paid more money for putting my family at risk. <laughs> That's not how it works, though. Like It, it, it works with the amount of money they're going to make. They're, they're, if they play, they're not going to make half of the amount of money that they make. Like, there's no chance. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I don't know. Man, it, it's hard to say because the – the contact of football is just going to be, there's going to be so many canceled games. I look at the MLS, like I, I keep going back to the MLS, but the MLS had to cancel. Teams had to be withdrawn from the tournament because of Corona. It's going to, the same thing is going to happen. In the NFL where someone is going to test positive during the week. And then what do you do? How do you yeah. stop it? I hear you, but NBA goes off without a hitch. NHL's going down in about a month. Those start rolling. Baseball, I, 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 yeah, I, baseball just hasn't really been talked about at all. I don't know what they're doing. They're starting in when? a couple weeks. They should start. They should start. They're so distant. They are. That makes no sense whatsoever. Why they haven't been playing already? Well, because of Corona, right? There's this thing called Corona that has been taking over the world. And well, Bung has been playing soccer for five months, so Bung well, had nothing problem whatsoever with COVID. The problem is that the Major League Baseball players and owners couldn't come to an agreement on how many games, the pay scale, exactly. all that, and the money. The money. It, yeah. it, it was a big battle. But now they're going to play. But there's a lot of players opting out. David Price opted out. Buster Posey opted out. Um, uh, Ryan Zimmerman. Buster Posey should probably just retire. <laughs> What'd you say? Buster Posey should probably just retire. I mean, this point. they're just they're, there's a lot of people opting out and they're saying, "Hey, I'm not going. I'm out. I'm not going to play this year." There's other things I got to do. Uh, Ian Desmond, he opted out, said, "I'm not going to play." So it's it's interesting how it's all going to come. Like Mike Trout has still said he's not sure if he's going to play. I don't know if he. I've, I haven't read up on it. But the good news is, if there is baseball this year, guys, I am going to catch my first. Foul ball ever. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to catch my first Corona. What? I will catch a COVID for baseball. The Oakland Oakland Athletics have a great promotion going on where you can get a foul ball. You go on their website and you pay, and they will make a cardboard cutout of you, and they put you in the stands. If a foul ball hits you, they'll mail you the foul ball. Are you doing it? I already paid my money and uploaded my picture. Which picture is it? Is it the one with you wearing the Cubs hat? No, it's him and his buddies from Flaming Arrow. No, actually, (laughs) I went and I ordered an A's t-shirt, and I got the A's t-shirt, and I'm standing in my front yard with my A's cup that I got when I went to an A's game when I was out in San Francisco, and I have a picture, and I'm holding up the you know number one sign, like, hey, number one, and I put it up. They're going to make a cardboard cutout me, putting me in the stands, and if I catch a foul ball, boom, they'll mail it to me, and then at the end of the year, I can go and get my cardboard cutout. Dude, and you know those people that are doing the cardboard cutouts, you know, they're in the office and they're cutting them out and they're like, man, this guy looks really like a loser. He's in his front yard making a cardboard cutout, coach. He's wearing Oakland A's. Like, who resorts to that, coach? I thought it was... I can't can't believe you sold out and got an Oakland A's shirt. Well, I mean, I kept the tags on. I'm just going to mail it right back to MLB.com. 
But what does it matter? Why can't you just wear your Cubs shirt and be at an at A's game? Because it said in your A's gear. Oh, got it. But so it's, I outsmarted him. I'm not actually an A's fan, but I'd get all the stuff to look like an A's fan so I can get a ball mailed to me. <laughs> Coach, I'm sure you can just buy a ball for cheaper. I understand that, but the money goes to, I think it goes to charity, and it's a cool way to be in the stands at an A's game and have a game ball that actually was used in the game, a foul ball. It's my dream, to, and I paid $20 extra to be in the foul ball section. Do you know where your seat is? Like what, what row? No, not yet. I haven't, I haven't got all that. I just uploaded the picture two days ago and paid my money. And so I'm waiting to hear back where I'm going to be sitting. Dude, do you know a foul ball is going to like hit his head, knock his head off. And then he's like, Oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the batter's going to, the, the bat's going to slip from the batter's hands and hit the lunchbox in the face. Dude. Or it's the like, cardboard cut. It like rains out, and then they're trying to scurry and hurry and get all the people all picked up before they get all rained on. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. I'm going to go limp, dude. Cardboard gets all mushed up. (laughs) Dude, his cardboard. Imagine the whole season, all the wear it's going to have. Dude, it's going to look terrible in two months. Hey, the sun's going to wear the face out. You're not even going to (laughs) notice. It's going to sunburn his cardboard, dude. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, there's a lot going on, guys. There's a lot, a lot, a lot happening. I mean, a, we've been away a long Hey, what hey, Eddie, what do you think of Patrick Mahomes' new contract? Uh yeah, what is it? Break it down for me. What is it? Ten years? Ten years, five hundred million. That's great. That's great, man. I, I mean, what's he really gonna get paid though? I, that, that's the problem. I don't know how to break it all down. Uh it's gonna be I mean, there's all sorts of clauses, but it, it's it's cool. I, I think, you know, if there's someone you're going to give it to, like my my dad said, I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I think he he's the future of the NFL. Like he's the, the quarterback. He's the young stud. I don't know who you would pick. Who would you pick over Patrick Mahomes if you were starting a team right now to be your quarterback? Um, The Baltimore guy. What's his name? Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, just sports been gone that long. Well, I can't remember his name. Yeah, the only the only that thing that there. scares me about him is he likes to run a lot, and so boom, one hit. You know, coach. but but look at the injury. Look look at Mahomes when he got injured a little bit too, and he was limping all last. Oh, year. Like, I mean, scary, scary, scary. But I'm sure there's injury clause in there. I mean, there's everything yeah, in there. But I mean, I thought, and the one thing I did think is. That girlfriend of his is like, good God, I'm going to have a house on the on my hand. I'm going to have the rock the size of a house on my freaking hand yeah, when he finally proposes. Sure. And you better get ready for that prenup because she ain't getting any of that crap. I thought she was like, they were think, best friends, though. So. They all laugh at each other's jokes. She's major supportive of him. That doesn't mean so she like, doesn't. I, I feel like he's so whipped. Like, there's no, I, I think that she just has him by the balls, like, for sure. She is, I, he seems, I've, I've seen videos, I, I don't know if it's his mom or whatever, but on Instagram or Twitter, they post a lot of, like, family stuff, and he's just so quiet around her. Like, that girl just shadows him. Yeah, she's kind of annoying. Like, if you ever watch her, any video with her in it, she is annoying. Did you guys see uh, TMZ Sports? Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, this is from two days ago, and Travis Kelsey, boat party in Tahoe, girlfriends twerk and chug beer. No, let me go to that right now. <laughs> is it pretty good? I'm just looking at some highlights right now. I'm going to try and pull this audio. There you go. Find myself. In oh, some- I got That's 10 really more, good. 10 more really good. seconds. 
I, but with, it just looks like they're having a good time. Up, so they did this video, I guess, after his huge contract. So we'll see if he's enjoying his contract or not. I don't know if there's any swear words. Here you go. <laughs> Hold on, let me get to the audio. They're just on Tahoe chilling on that huge-ass boat he just bought. Dang, that looks sick. So Tahoe's in the mountains. It looks cold. Oh, that's yeah, in Utah. It, it, but we talked about Tahoe, though. You got to be correct. I believe it's in, like, multiple states. Oh. I have no idea. Oh, there's the twerk. That's hey, Brittany Lynn. Hey, 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 get it red, get it red. <laughs> All right, they're on the boat. They're partying. They're drinking. How's the water? How's the water, sir? That's a random buddy. That was Patrick Mahomes. Here's Kelsey. There's Kelsey. Kelsey. Uh, Travis says water is cold. And they have no masks on. They're partying their ass off. Oh, and after this, they head to the casino. That was a bad one. What happened? I didn't hear that. What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. That twerk is good. <laughs> Coach, are they twerking? Okay, okay. Now she's doing a chug bud. Right, right, right. We're at Shotgun's the beer for you. She's a pro! One of, the, one of the chicks just shotgunned a beer in like five seconds. Wow, they had fun, man. Tahoe looks like where it's at. It does look like where it's where it's at. No masks, though. I'm glad they're really getting prepared for the season. Question. Did you see the random bald dude in the video? Yeah, who is he? Hey, who is that guy? Because he's not in the NFL. No, definitely not. Dude was about my height. He might be the 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 boat driver. That's true. Or he could be an agent. Dude, but their girls were putting down some drink. They don't even just chill on Tahoe and drink. Apparently, they got a shotgun it. They have these things called chug buds. Yeah, and then later that night, they're seen walking into the casino, dude. Dang. Uh, Tahoe was where it's at for the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. You ever been to Tahoe, Eddie? I don't even know where Tahoe is, really. No, I think it's in Utah, but I've seen pictures of it, but I've never been. Yeah. I I mean, it looks cool, but it looks cold at the same time, too. Yeah. Tahoe isn't really Eddie's style. Not enough people, dude. He had to go to COVID Bay. <laughs> yeah, I like to go where there's a lot of people. All right, let's get out of here. Hey, happy Monday. Welcome back, guys. I mean, people have missed us. I mean, I think this, I don't even know how long we were here, but it was a long one, and it was a good 105. one. It was fun. That was a oh, blast. Boy. That was so fun. I hope our uh, jokes hit because at times they felt like they fell flat. Really? Like what? It was tough. I was trying to make the connection with Flaming Arrow, and I was trying to bring that full circle, but it was very difficult. It's tough with Eddie on the phone line. Okay. Uh, Eddie on the phone line wanted to do my jabs there. I I don't know if I got enough of them in. I I only can hope. Eddie, did you hear the other day when my dad was on? Did you listen at all? No, Coach. I didn't listen to it. Uh, Dude, at the very end of the podcast, my dad roasted locks hard. Why? What do you say? (laughs) I don't even know what he said. He goes, oh, I bet he could hold it, hold it on the bar for two minutes. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it, it was just an absolute out-the-door shot. He took it locked, and locks is still recovering. Hey, uh, but the bar was oiled, guys. Dude, he said was it was oiled. like a grease pig. Yeah. <laughs> locks said in his defense they sprayed Pam on the bar before he held Pam. on to it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? No, nah, boys, that's it. All right. That's about it. All right. Have a great weekend. Oh, 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 oh. I, I got to buzz it out, huh? 
Well, yeah, it's it's Monday. They does not really have a good weekend. We're, we're I wanted people to think that we weren't coming back the rest of the week, but we'll be back Wednesday. Don't worry. Okay. We All done? Right. I'm done. All right. Goodbye, everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.